Wow, episode 25 and we have got the legendary ego tripping in the building. I'm so legendary. gassed that you're legendary. actually here. Come on, it's the legend right here. <laughs> but, but I would say to Dorian, and I would say uh, off camera, that I'm actually a fan because you don't always, it's like I was, um, I was at that bank face weekend and I didn't know what hyperion experience looked like. Yeah. But when he walked past, he said hello. And then, and then my mate, Chris from Night Force went, I went, mate, who's that? He went, that's hyper on experience. I was like, shit. And then I heard Isotonic because they were playing some remixes and that's Chris Paul. Yeah. So that shows you how, I mean, you've been there from the very beginning. Yeah, right? yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, I mean, right from the beginning, obviously I grew up on hip hop and old school hip hop and, you know, electro. I was a B-boy. So yeah, it was just a natural progression and, and, um, then it became like a techno and then it was jungle techno and then jungle and that's when I used to go out and listen to you guys, Ryder, Fabio, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, laser drone. Because we used all to play the down the road at Gravesend. Yeah, Slammers. Yeah, yeah Slammers. I, I mean that was on your doorstep. Well. Yeah, yeah, I used to play there as well when I was about 15 years old. Wow. Yeah, I was uh yeah, I used to get in trouble for playing in there because I was supposed to be at school. So <laughs> 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 so you know talking about b-boys I, I don't think people know the connection i got a call last night from mc duke yeah who wants me to get involved wow. in some production uh, you know remember nice. uh bring forth the guillotine uh, music of life he yeah, was yeah. signed to and i know pogo really well pogo lives in brazil that was yeah. london posse and, yeah, and i grew up that was british uk hip-hop yeah. um you know uh and and that was you know rodney p bionic and like you said, spraying, breaking. Yeah, yeah. It was the whole that, next, the whole thing. That's, that's how was, we grew yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah that, yeah, that that was me. It was just, you know, I weren't very good on the spray cans, but yeah, I made up for it in, you know, in, in dancing and yeah, it was on the lino and around here in Grays, you know. Did you know, did you know Mickey? Mickey, Mickey, yeah, Mickey what, Finn, Mickey Finn. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I've known Mickey since I was probably sixteen, seventeen. I used to work in his shop. Occasionally oh, so on Saturdays, yeah, back. biting back in Gravesend. Right. Yeah, I worked in there when I was a yeah. kid, sort of 16, 17. I used to go in there and help out on a Saturday, and he helped me out, you know, untold tons. amounts. Yeah, yeah, tons of amounts. So Mickey's uh, a, 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 a gatekeeper. He opens the doors a bit yeah. like uh, yeah. us. Well, we all do that. If you worked in a record shop, you were always going to bring the next lot through. I'm yeah. a big fan of your music. Yeah. Brother, so, let me tell you something. That remix that you've just done... And it's nice to see us old boys that we still got, there's life in the old dogs yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> and uh, when I played that and when Dorian played it to me, I was like, mate, this, that's a, and it's very hard. Well, you know, we've remixed yeah. a lot of things in our careers. Um, and it's very hard to maintain that type of um, standard and actually add to the original, but yeah. still keep it it's, there. It was, yeah, how did a, you find it? Did, was, it, was, was it, did you it was, think about it a lot, or did you just, just no? Go, I've just done it. It was yeah. literally I, I done a I done a little a, a little mix, probably a year ago, um, and and I sent it to Daz, and he was like, "Yes, nice, I really like it." But then the opportunity arose to to do it officially, so it was like, you know, um, he was like, "Can I have that?" And I was like, "Listen, if I'm going to do it, then I'd rather." you know, do it properly, if you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. So, you know, if it's going to be official then to do it properly. And um, such being such a iconic, massive, like, jungle tune, it was... Mm. But you worked in that camp. 
yeah. for, a, for, for a very long time. And they obviously had music coming out on DJ recordings and you yeah. released uh, under a different, different name names, on Hype's yeah. label. Yeah. What yeah. was that? That was Syndicate? Yeah, um, we've, we, I used to release on Splash under Indica's Rhythm with MB, not not MB, E-M-B-E-E. Yeah, so we used to work together before Ego Tripping. Um, and then me and MB and another guy called Ian who's still in Ego Tripping now, he's, um, we all started it together in 2001. And then, yeah, we kind of took it to Juice and, and Splash um, and later on with Hype doing his um, films and Zinc doing Global Thing and Frontline and all them kind of labels. How um, did you come up with the name Ego Tripping? Um Old school hip hop. It was um, ultra magnetic MCs. Okay. So yeah, ultra magnetic MCs. Ego tripping is one of their big, well, wow. big tune in there. So yeah, yeah. So that's where we that's where we took it from. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So and what was the first uh, what was the first hip hop tune that changed your life? Uh, wow, probably like the Beastie Boys, things like that, you know, Brass Monkey, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. what kind of, because I was still really young, so I was, you know, I wasn't really, you know, down with the ultramagnetic MCs or anything like that. And then yeah. it was more like, you know, like Brass Monkey. And yeah, I think that was the that first was a, that record was a, I ever That was a bought, cult yeah. tune when that came out. I remember yeah. it uh, on that massive album and it was like one of the last tunes yeah, yeah. On, on the underside. Yeah. And it was there was a few tunes like that. But I think that hip hop kind of prepared us for like, 20 years to come to start experimenting with the breaks, right? Because that's yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. What was your first uh, 88, 89 rave tune? <sighs> Probably like Voodoo Ray, things like that. Because okay. um, I picked that up from my sister. Um, them kind of things, yeah. Just like um, old really old house like so um, did you used to rap or did you, you me no yeah. i couldn't rap no right but no, you used no. to make the beats yeah yeah and I used, you used to dj i used to dj but back in them days it was all like um we used to have little eight like akai tape decks okay with a big clunky pause button so <laughs> it'd be like you know that bit of tune there pause it and then get this bit of tune off the record deck and then unpause it and put little bits together to make like a mashup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, it weren't really. That was like bits and pieces. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, that. Sort of and DMC used to, DMC. where you used to mix all your tunes. Yeah, I was. And, and it yeah. used to be like like a mega mix. Are we live on Facebook? Yeah. Yes, we are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just hopefully we'll get we'll get some uh, some people in the feed in a minute once uh, uh, we get that up. I wanted to also ask you. So you've worked with a, a, a lot of people, and a lot of people have, have had well, a lot of people have helped you shape that. What was it like working at Mickey's shop? And how yeah. old were you then? I was about sixteen, wow. probably sixteen, seventeen. So it was um, yeah, I used to go over there and buy records. Ollie used to work in there in the week, so I'd go over there in the week and who was ollie ollie um uh, he was yeah dj ollie he used to basically like used to work for innovation and later okay, on right yeah so um he was a syndicate dj back in the day right he was in as there. most of you um, were right yeah yeah we was all syndicate djs back in the day yeah. and uh like local to this area like in grays and yeah so i used to go over there in the week buy tunes and then eventually it was like i was spending a lot of money in the shop and you know, every bit of money, I was, you know, it's like every bit of money you would get, you'd go and spend it on records back in the day because you wanted the, 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 you know, the fresh beats. But um, what labels did you used to buy back in the day? Well, 
I say it was started off like techno and stuff like that. So it's like R and S records and stuff like that. And as we moved into to um buying more tunes, it was obviously like um yeah, like dread, metalhead, you know, uh reinforced recordings, yeah, yeah. V recordings, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, all the all the big ones. It was um It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. It's nuts because sometimes I forget that Mickey had a shop and that was kind of integral to Ken. Because yes. that because you had a lot of things going on. You had greys going on. You had heat going on. Maidstone. You had, and there was pockets, weren't there, that kept Kent really vibrant yeah. with the music. Hastings. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So all of these were footholds for us. Yeah. Because we 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 were playing the Atomics a massive yeah. club, and yeah. and and part of the weekly jungle drum and bass kind of like circuit if you were playing at laser drone or you were playing at a wall then it'd be going down to to atomics do you see what i'm saying it was, yeah. it was that kind of it was that connection to london wasn't it do you yeah, know what definitely. i mean yeah uh, yeah i mean we used to, we used to go up into london I used to come up to black market when we when i was a kid and we used to go to yeah everywhere total music yeah all over the place yeah did you did, the what did you ever cut um uh, dub plates yeah, of course. Yeah, and, yeah, went, and yeah. you went to music. Went house. to music house. You scored to so all, all as the well. all the stuff that you, that came out on um, on Splash and what was their sister label? Um, uh, obviously Juice. Yeah, Juice, juice and Splash. Splash yeah. and Juice. So yeah, I was because a didn't kid, Babylon so come out on Juice? It, it, no, it came out. It came out on um, DJ Recordings. Right. Yeah. So it, it was. So you were releasing on, on both, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, Daz was was. The owner of uh, Juice and Splash, so I used to go to him, like you know, for guidance. And TMS One as well used to help me out. Prisoners Technology first set me up, and with a you know, like I bought a computer and an, an old Akai sampler, and I like Tony's helped me like set me up here. What am I? What am I doing? <laughs> Give me an old version of Cubase, and yeah, and that was it. So I used to go down and, and when, take what year demos. Was that? And, wow. I'd say about 95, 94, 95. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean... So you were there right at the very beginning because yeah. you made some bangers, bro. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And well, then later on, you would release on, release on Frontline? Yeah, Frontline and, and uh, Global Thing. And, and, and didn't you really... Because before it was Players, it was it was Ganja. So yeah, did you no, have, I didn't have a release. I, I was unlucky enough not, not to have a release on Ganja. So Ego yeah. Tripping is how many people? There was originally three of us, now there's two. So, yeah, it's just me and Ian right now. So, yeah, it's just... Um... And explain to me the transition of, of, of going from analogue to digital. Like, I mean, it's, we've, had, we've yeah, all we've had gone, to do it. Yeah, we've all got off, kind so of you're still full in Cubase? circle. Yeah, I, I use Cubase and Logic. So we've gone like full circle. It was more like analogue. Back in the day, it was just an Akai sampler, an old Apple Macintosh probably a performer or a laptop or something like that. Mm. Um, and just some effects units. If you was lucky, you had a synth, you know, like a Kurzweil or something like that. Daz had a Kurzweil. Um, 303, 202, yeah, 909, things like that. But it all kind of went out the window when it all started becoming in the box. VSTs came out and Cubase VST. Um, so I was using virtual instruments, contact, for a sampler so all the samplers went I think I left mine in my mum and dad's house and my dad took it down the boot sale and sold it for about 20 quid or something Whoa. and I paid like I don't know grand. I don't remember couple I paid a couple of yeah, grand yeah. for it yeah but it was like I went back through one day oh no I took that down the boot sale it was gone <laughs> oh right okay 
<laughs> so now yeah. is it all digital? So it's digital no, it's analog like, um, and digital. Yeah. Okay. So now, it's, uh, you know, it's more analog digital. Yeah, analog digital. Universal Audio use sound card for like the analog kind of plugins um, for mastering, and I've got tons of synths. Um, compressors you lot make so many tunes because obviously you're you're on logan's label yeah and i get bag loads and yep. i mean bag loads all yeah. the time so you guys are just um, in the studio 24 7 yeah yeah I, I am more or less all you know I, i'm in there most days do you know what i mean it, it's do you do anything else apart from... i do work as well yes i do work as well so yeah what do you do busy... I'll just do truck and trailer stuff, yeah. Wow. So in in between doing all this, I do that as well, just to keep my foot in, because of COVID, yeah, of and course. everything else. It was a bit like, you know, I've got bills to pay, so I went back to work, but I'm still there. So it's kind of like, do I give up work again? And until I'm busy, it gets back on, I'm it's busy, been, but yeah. yeah, I think I think it's it's going to take at least. I think it was two years to undo everything. I think by 2024, we're kind of be going to be... on, yeah. yeah. So I'm busy most week, like near enough every weekend, but it's like, do you go and take the full, full leap again? And I think, I think everyone's a little, bit, a little bit more careful this time around. I mean, I was, I was saying to you, I was so grateful to be out and DJing again because when it stopped, it was such a shock to the system. Yeah. And all of them Muppets telling you to retrain after 40, 50 yeah, of years of dedicating yeah. your life. And then they're all having a jolly up using yeah, you, controllers yeah, downstairs. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> One's drinking beer and another one's having cake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, you know, like, you, you, it'd be nice if they just unified and led the country because we're in a mess at the moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The whole thing, the I, whole thing's I was, in a mess. it was quite just changing the subject i mean we're both grown grown-ups but just listening to lbc and listening to um talk sport on the way up and how much people who have got half decent jobs are struggling to feed yeah. themselves yeah, yeah i was listening to one geezer in lewisham so he said he's got three thousand people on the list uh to that, that, that can't feed themselves that's and that's crazy. just shocking that's we're the seventh richest country in the world and for that to be going on, it's not, not good. Do you know what I mean? And even parties are struggling because people is, haven't got any money. Is, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It is, so it's, it's never it's never been right since. It's it's getting there. I'm yeah. go, I mean, I'm going to different parties every weekend and, and they are some getting are good, a lot some, better. Yeah. yeah. They are it's, it, They are getting a lot better. Over the last two months, it has picked up a lot. But like you say, with everything going up, the prices of everything going up, the cost of living, food, who knows Travel. what's going to happen? Exactly. Just getting Petrol. through. Yeah, just getting how, through. How this. did you deal with the pandemic? Um, I just sat in my studio and just made tunes, literally, That's all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I was a broadcaster. <laughs> yeah. I was in the lab. And I, yeah. and I had this kind of, um, it. all the, go, go to work, stay at home. No, but go to, no, stay at yeah, home stay at and home, all yeah. of that. I, so I just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to invent my own little world. And then, and then I used to get up, go training because you couldn't go to the gym. So you used to yeah, train outside, then have a shower, then have breakfast, then blam, Straight in, the, in studio. the studio. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Three, four hours in there, come out of there. And then if I wasn't streaming, be cooking food at home with my kids. Luckily for me, both my daughters, we, we were all together. So I, I was busy. 
Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, halfway through, when we were allowed to travel, I bought a dog. So that, that was that yeah. really kept us. I found a lot of people bought dogs, which yeah. is wicked because I yeah. love dogs. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I'm not. I wasn't even a dog person, man. No. But but when I because I'm divorced and 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 there was a there was a missing dynamic in the house with my daughters, so but she uh, her name's Bumble and she um she just brought us even all together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they're unconditional they yeah, love, innit? They're just yeah. they're just there for you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No matter what. So yeah, yeah. she's been a, a blessing. I took her out this morning, and uh, it, sometimes I can't wait to get back home, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, just to get yeah, yeah get just to and see get, her yeah, face, and she's so excited. So yeah. Yeah. to see you, man. Oh, yeah. No Always. Tell me a little bit about your 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 um your journey of jungle drummer bass. So so um and when you realised actually, because I've got loads of your tunes, bro. I've, I, and I if I whenever I'm playing out, I've, there's always something of yours in my box. Nice one. So you you know obviously how to make music and you know how to tell that story. And that's not easy in this day and age. And, and your sound and production. I mean, with the likes of uh, um, Serum, Blade Runner, and Voltage, which then took it to a next level. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, then, then everyone kind of followed that. Okay, yeah. this is this is this where is we need where to be. Need heading, to be. Yeah. Um, ha tell me about that journey. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to explain, really. I d I've just natural progression. Yeah, it's just always. It's just what I've always done. It's like um, since going to parties, listening to you guys. That's just what I always wanted to do. Um, yeah, so over the last few years, I've managed to build up my own studio, which is nice. I've always had a studio, but never had a dedicated studio. So where's so the studio? It's in my back garden in the, in the garage. So okay. yeah, that's away from everyone. It's just nice. So, so can you just, can step out and yeah, do your thing. Yeah, just step out and do that. But yeah, it was just a natural progression from from back in the day, DJing, pirate radio, Untold amounts of pirate radio, untold of free gigs. You know what it's like. Of course. I will play. I don't care about It's not about the money for me. It never has been. It's not about the money. It's, you know, it's a passion thing. It's what you love doing. Um, and to get paid for it is a bonus at, at the end of the day. And that, that's that's what's always held me here. It's like, it's just like making tunes. I just like going out and make people dance. And that's it. Wicked. Um, uh, and Daz, tell us the connection with Daz. Daz, um, I've known Daz since I was probably six, seven years old. He's uh, He used to live down in a place called Seabill Rise, which is not far from the studio. Um, my auntie used to live downstairs, so our families were always connected. I was always around there at the weekends. We used to go and play runouts and uh, rounders and, and things like that. Rounders, you know, yeah. Playing football and... Yeah. Yeah, um, Daz was always a really good rapper. He was good break dancer. He was good at graffiti. He was it was everything. So it was a big inspiration to a lot of people in the area. Um, so yeah, that was just yeah, that's where it all started for me. And and lost contact probably when I was about you know in between ten and seven, sixteen, seventeen, fifteen. Um, went to a, a different school. I got kicked out of one school because I was just playing up as you do all I wanted to do was music I wouldn't go to school mum was getting grief off the school board man so it was like um I went to a new school met Ian who's still part of Ego Tripping now and um yeah sort of went into the classroom and he was like sitting there on his own and and someone went oh you know 
that's that's he. And so I just went and looked at him. I thought, oh, he looks cool. I'm going to go and sit with him. So when I started chatting and then we got talking about music, he was into same sort of music. So, yeah, he was more into house music and doing all that kind of thing. Um, and he told me about a radio station. He was like, oh, there's a radio station not far from here. It's only small transmitter back then, probably two mile radius. So where I lived, I couldn't pick it up. So I'd never heard of it. So I was like, oh, wicked. Like, what's all this about? And then started listening to it at lunchtime on the school field and, and um, yeah, managed to put together a little demo tape. I couldn't mix at the time. This is Syndicate? Little, yeah, Syndicate, right. yeah. So, yeah, he was saying, yeah, this like Syndicate. Um, didn't know it was Daz at all. Obviously, I've known Daz since I was little, lost contact. And, yeah, um, I couldn't mix at all. I had these little sand lab built driven turntables and I was still trying to mix and and uh, I hadn't quite sunk in and um yeah I put together this tape and obviously it was clang of font city it was <laughs> it was terrible but obviously Daz could see the, the selection of tunes that I was drawing for and he was like yeah I'll give you a go so one Saturday morning I raced to meet um this guy, never just a guy called Darren. I didn't know it was Daz. And he picked me up in his in his Fiesta. And he was like, yeah, come on, I'll take you to the studio. Took me to his mum's house, not too far from here. And, uh, yeah, and it was like, Daz, like, come on. Like, they'd seen you for, for years, but, yeah. And that was and the then, connection. Yeah, and that was the connection there. So then... I've got to say that you guys, and it's a little bit, I suppose, when I came into London, so you... Really, like that night, how old were you? 94, 95, you were what? Six, uh, yeah, eight, probably, eight, yeah, 17, 18. 17, yeah. 18. So it's mad because I was, we were making all the music and the pirate radios because before that it was Sunrise, it was Centre Force, 88, 89, it was Kiss. Do yep. you know what I mean? It was getting structured, people were listening. Um, and then this kind of underground uh, black music movement. Um, came into play and even like Labello, you know, Juice, um, DJ, Moving, uh, Shadow, yeah, uh, Reinforced. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was underground, IB for Records, Suburban Bass Records, um, Kemet Records and all the other little indie white labels. Yep. This was the beginning of something so big that we wouldn't even realise that it would be going on for nearly three or four decades. It's and look how big it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. But the thing, the beauty about you guys is it was more ghetto than ghetto. D does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. like the way I made music, it was for the ghetto yeah. because you add the connection of of black and white people mixing together. It was the first time that reggae and, and dub was coming into it. Soul music was coming into Everything it. Everything was you, you in look the at Dexterous, the whole thing. Yeah, uh, Cool FM. You look at all of these things. And, and that really was, for me, was the foundation that I was like, I can't leave this music now because this is something special. You could see it being born yeah. at, at the back end of Soul to Soul. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah, kind of, yeah. like... That stopped, and then we just took off. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, Do you know what I'm stuff, saying? Yeah. It was that, and and I I buzz about that era because when I look back at you guys and I listen, there was one tune I used to play off of yours. Can't remember what it is. I'm terrible with names, and a lot of them were white labels. But it was that jungle 
dirty, stinking pace. <laughs> and, and you guys have still got that, even though you, you and and even though you make jump up, to me it's not jump up because it sounds different to what the other youngsters are making. Yeah, of course, yeah. They, they, yeah. they seem to have, some of it is non-void for me. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, for it me. goes it over is my for head. me as well. Yeah, but what you guys are making, it's like that, balance i guess of what i do the old with the new well, and, yeah, that, and that's why i'm saying that this is where all, our, all our influence all a lot of my influence come from yourself and thank and, you and you know goldie and you know all of them guys rider everyone you know. I used to love watching going going to watch Ryder because you knew he would draw yeah, tunes every, yeah every yeah. single tune he would draw would be what you the know, everyone would want <laughs> yeah. you know Everyone would want it. Yeah. But yeah, you ins inspired me greatly just with the breaks, the chopping of breaks and the, yeah. the big dirty bass. Well, I was there. a hip hop boy yeah, and well, I used yeah. a lot of them breaks before anybody. And that's why when I saw yeah. these compilation packs coming out, I said, no, mate, let me go in there and give them the give way. Them the real. Exactly. And when I yeah. did it with Blade Runner, that we did it specifically uh, as well, Matt, to change the direction of what was going on. And actually it's had an influence in the last 10 years yeah. because people, um, like the, the, all of these new jungle kids that are coming through, they they didn't know how to get the weight before because no. they were struggling. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, we need to put this out there. And um, and then Blade done his one, then I did another one, and then we did some artist ones. And then obviously uh, the bottom fell out of the bag because now it's all splice or you can, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, of course, you can go and pick up these. They're not like the, the original breaks, what you would use, no. what I would use. But they're, 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 they're fills, and, and if you know anything about music, it's about layers. But I think some of the music is very throwaway, which there always is going to be. Yeah, yeah of and, course. And, and, and it was lovely to hear your mix. When Dorian brought it in and went, Ray, listen to this, and I listened to it, and I was like, wow. Like, I was, yeah, wow. It hit me right here, brother. Yeah, so, and I haven't stopped thanks. playing it. Thank you. Listen, we're going to get in a studio. I'm yeah, going to come and see you. I would you. love to. That yeah, would, would be amazing. To. I'm literally down the road. You're more than Mate, welcome. Mate, I finish here you know at three o'clock. So, so I'm gonna because I'm I want to go live. I want. I'm, I've been thinking about going live again, and I've been talking to Dorian about it, and Elisa. I've signed some uh, some some amazing artists, but to see your journey and to see what you're doing, because I'm a fan of yours. Like little did you know that. But <laughs> yeah. I love the production, the music, you, yes. your contribution to jungle drum and bass has been outstanding, brother. Thank you. Thank like, you. I respect hands that. down. Yeah. Like, and also to go from working with one of the Dons, Mickey, and then to his yeah, protege, Logan. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And Mickey's the, the thing about what I love so. about Logan is he done it all on himself. Yeah. He didn't rely on his he dad. Didn't rely on no one even no. knew that that was Mickey's no. son. He, no. he just went, cause at the time he was, he was on a solo one. And I remember meeting him when he was super young and he, and yeah. already the label's 10 years old, 15 years yeah, old. 15 years old. Yeah. How crazy yeah. is that? Yeah. And he was just a kid. Yeah. When he started, he was just a kid. And yeah, I can remember him when he started it. And, you know, um, I always wanted to be a part of it right from the beginning. You know, it would have been, you know, I'd loved, I loved everything that he did. Um, and everything that he's done for, for, especially for jump up. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's pioneered that. Yeah. You know, and brought a lot of people it, through, yeah. Loads all, of people All them through. filthy habits. Loads of people. Gov, yeah. all of them guys, all of them serum, you know, as well as yourself, you brought through serum. Yeah, he kind of crossed over yeah. to that voltage yeah. did serum, as well. Serum, voltage, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he brought yeah. a lot of them through. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Big up Logan D, you know, and big, big up, up your Logan. old man as well. <laughs> yeah. I need to get them on the show. Every time I've tried to get them, they're both cancelled on me. <laughs> they're, they're just so busy, aren't they? They it's are. But I'm like... going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I no, I, to be fair, I would have to interview, I'd like to have them on the show separately because yeah. I've got too many questions it's too to much. Ask. To have, exactly. Yeah, in one Do you know what I mean? Sitting. Yeah. Definitely. And Mickey himself. I mean, Mickey. It's nuts. Mickey was there. I, I remember when he was. He was. He. He still is like God up north. They yeah, love. Yeah, they him. love him. Yeah, he, mate. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he yeah. was. There was a few of them. Him, Top Buzz, Ryder, Fabio, um, Seduction, Fantasy. Yeah. They were like next level. God up there. Yeah, and I remember. Uh, I remember Top Buzz saying to me, Ray, you need to forget what's going on, Danny. You need, you need to get up north. You need to come up, and that's yeah. when I first started to venture out to Milwaukee's. Um, but I remember playing at Slammers <laughs> because there was no light in there. And I remember Kenny, he came up to me one time and he went, Ray, take my wages, yeah? <laughs> Just take my wages because I'm going to go for a dance, right? <laughs> so I played for three hours. And in wow. there, you remember, there was no lights. Yeah, there was downstairs. It was fucking just dark. Downstairs, yeah, was no just lights, like big, no strike, just music. Box, yeah. Like, it was box. crazy, apart from the little light going upstairs. And it's like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is this place? Yeah, that, yeah, but bad. people used to just have it there. Yeah, it was Who was that yeah. geezer? He was also from Kent, unfortunately, was it passed away. Or? Charlie. Charlie. Do you remember Charlie, Charlie with Charlie, the glasses? Charlie, Charlie, yeah. He used to do a few parties. He was from Kent. Yeah. I played at a pl couple of places in London. Was he something to do with Weekend Rush at the time? I think Possibly, he was. Yeah. I think he was. Possibly. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was Weekend Rush as well. Weekend uh, Rush, yeah. Syndicate, all of these radio Funky stations. Flirt, yeah. We, yeah. That, was upstairs, that was upstairs. We was downstairs. And then it used to be like a little battle off. It would be like Syndicate downstairs, Weekend Rush upstairs. And then you would find more people downstairs. They said, oh, I want to come and play downstairs now. And then we used to swap over, and it was yeah, like every other week. And where was, was this building? What uh, Slammers? Yeah. Or, uh, oh, was it there? Yes. Yeah, 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 at oh. Slammers. Yeah, yeah. So um, they used to do the the, the the Friday. Well, I think it was a Saturday night. Yeah. He, he just used, he used to call to... me out of the blue and say, "Ray, can you come and do a two-hour set?" It was a little bit like the geezer from Milton Keynes at Milwaukee's. He'd just call me like call the Thursday up. the yeah, night just before. Go, can you come? Yeah, yeah. Can, can you come and do this set? And it would be like, all right, cool. But that's how it was back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. It was off of a whim. Yeah, and it of was course, very, yeah. Just, yeah. Someone used to say to me, oh, come, we're going to go to a, not a festival, but a, a, like Great Train Robbie site, Milton Keynes, places like that. We used to have big tents and, but it weren't, I don't know, weren't really festivals back then. It was just big, massive parties. Big parties, yeah. Yeah. Where, where have you played abroad that, that, um, uh, that, that, uh, that you loved and that you realised actually, that our music is having an impact. Yeah, now. I mean, it's, I can't, I can't, I'm terrible at remembering things like that. But yeah, I beef far when Mickey done some beats, places like that. Obviously, you know, in the sun, it's just the normal run of the mill stuff. But um, yeah, Germany, I love Germany. You know, it's just and it's mad when they know your music because because people just think to yourself like. Uh, Sometimes you have to kick yourself and go, actually, is this happening? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, some, it's nice just to get, what I like is just before COVID, we used to get a lot of European bookings or, you know, you used to get your bag on, off on your own, little adventure, stay out there for the weekend. I wouldn't come remember back. the party by the time I come back. Do you know what I mean? I'm just, my brain is like a sieve, honestly. <laughs> What's your influences of, of when you were growing up? And and the 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 music that mum and dad would have played. Yeah, mum and mum and dad was dad was more more like Earth, Wind and Fire stuff like that. Mum was Diana Ross and 
Randy Crawford, that kind of stuff, and then Lollie Liston Smith, and yeah, that kind Quality of jazzy, music. yeah, real, real good music, real but, soulful, um, music. yeah, soulful music, yeah. So I guess that's where you get your kind of um, your your stamp of soulfulness and ghetto is from that the, yeah, the influence of black yeah, music yeah black music was was a massive part in in my house do you know what i mean so and then my sister came along with the acid house thing and you know it was jazz funk my mum used to have a wine bar down in Grays, so i used to go and watch the djs there was a dj called pele and he was he was from uptown but i think he used to come down here and i used to you know they used to make mixtapes for, for the bar and they used to come down to DJ so I used to pick up oh, the didn't he used to play DJ at the windmill possibly yeah I think I know him you know Pele yeah he was yeah. a big influence as well you know like I used to listen to his tapes and yeah so mum always had soul music on and yeah that's just where I got it from because I, I used to listen to um, Radio Caroline which was Tony Blackburn yeah and then I used to listen to Robbie Vincent when he was on radio yeah. but that was like it was I need to listen to these people. Yeah, yeah. And those are the times when you used to hear, do you remember Set It Off yeah. and, and, and E.T. Yeah, and yeah. all of them little obscure yeah, tunes yeah. that you were e. like. And then you could, yeah, and yeah. then you go and buy the import. Yeah. And then in them days, it was like eight quid, Yeah, yeah, it was quid. a lot of money, wasn't it? was a lot of money, bro. <laughs> a lot of and money. I, and, and I used to buy them imports because I was like, no, I've got to have this got tune. Have this tune. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even the, the, the European stuff, not so much the R&S stuff because that was more, yeah, that was more or less uh, UK not come from Belgium but I think they used to produce yeah those usually were well, like 6 99 5 yeah, exactly, yeah but yeah because records were a fiver the UK one was, was yeah yeah it was like 8 9 10 quid a record mm. a lot of money yeah a lot of money used to get spent but um yeah cutting dubs as well, well you what know was the first much. dub you cut um it was obviously one of uh juice and splash I think it was um it didn't ever come out, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think it was um, one of my mates, Sprat. He, he was making tunes with Daz. They used to live together, and I was like, I've got to have it. So that was the first plate I went and cut with Who a few Who cut others. the plate at Music House? Um, I, I think it was Paul. Okay. Paul, yeah. yeah. So obviously Leon was just learning then. Yeah, bless him. Bless yeah. him, yeah. Oh, right, um, We've lost yeah. a lot of people in the last couple of years. Yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah. Um, wow. And... Um, and that combination of, uh, of of Juice Records, so Juice was Daz's label. Yeah. And then obviously uh, Splash was Daz's label. Yeah. And then DJ Recordings, but they were yeah. getting the same distribution yeah. and coming from the same yeah, camps because they, the, they had the shop at Holloway Road, didn't they? That's right. So a lot of stuff was coming, limited edition, yeah. 500s, of thousands, course, yeah. and then they never came out anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I think what happened with... Um, with Splash, like with Babylon, I think um, it just become so big that, you know, Ryder played it on Radio 1. I remember him playing it and I think he reloaded it about two or three times. Um, and it just become such a big tune that I think DJ Recordings wanted it. So, yeah, it was like, Daz just let him have it, you know. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's probably a, the, the right to, thing to do. You yeah, know? that to me was probably one of the top 20 top 10 jungle tunes of all time because i think that sample you know and that was from the film babylon wasn't it um what's it from I'm sure, I'm oh, sure my, it my, my memory is bad it's from um oh god it's not from babylon though no it's not from babylon it's from um, steven seagal's film no it's not steven seagal it's from um oh my god 
can't think. It's gonna come back to me later. It I will can't do. think. But that, 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 that's um, the way it dropped, and it's almost like of uh, uh, two fingers and a middle finger up to what was going on at that time. Because don't forget, 94, there was a lot of oppression. It was a lot of, we were at war. Yeah, we, we were in austerity as we are again, yeah. like 2022, nearly 30 Same. years again. It's happening again, yeah. again. And then again, for that tune to surface, I mean, wow, you know, like these are, these are I iconic tunes. Um, and like I said, your you guys and Daz's contribution to um, Brit British black music has been outstanding because sometimes you you forget those foundations. If there wasn't that Babylon tune or maybe some of the other tunes that yeah. were around, well, I don't think we would be here where we are today. Yeah, we wouldn't be in the same sort of place. Yeah, but it's like it's the same with you guys listening to Renegade Terrorist for the first time in in Laser Drone when I was probably sixteen, seventeen. I was like. What is that? You know, the big race baseline, yeah. you know, yeah. taken from. I, know. I wanted to do what you guys were doing. I wanted to. I wanted to be different and swim upstream because everybody, if you remember that time, they were just sampling bombarast this and bomber yeah. that. Yeah. And it was just a mishmash of just a of mess. different tunes. Yeah, yeah and it was just, just like, come on, let's, why, we, we've got to sort this out. So sometimes you get the opportunity to 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 head the direction. And I guess I, we've always wanted to break the boundary. Like you guys, we push it forward. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, and, and it's lovely and great to look back, but I don't want to look back. I want to look forward. look forward now, and, yeah. You know, with all the technology. And I believe that our music was... Um, was always going to be futuristic because that's how we thought. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, yeah. Sometimes it's ahead of its time and it doesn't work at the time. It's like I've got tunes I've been sitting on for two years and then I play it and they're like, "Wow, what's this?" And I'm like, "I've been playing this for ages, but no one's picked up on it." It's the same. Sometimes yeah. you're just ahead of your time too much, and mm. then yeah, it kind of all catches. Right, up. I can't wait to get some music from you. Yeah, you know? man. I'll put Thank you on you. our mailing list yeah, so you can get man. some music yeah, from us. Because yeah. I, 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 I like pushing um, uh, the boundaries like you guys. And yeah, let's let's see what happens. Yeah, it'd be interesting to yeah, see man. your studios. What monitors do you use? I'm just we we use um, Neumann's in the the big studio, um, Ian's studio. I've just got some little freeways. They're um, Cali's. They're really good for the money. If you want to get some studio monitors. And you're um, still using cheap. Cubase? Yeah, yeah, Cubase, Logic. I use anything really, whatever flavor. All self-taught. All self-taught. Yeah, I mean, I've had some help over the years. Obviously, TMS One, Prisoner Technology. Daz has helped me over uh, the years. What are they up to now? Uh, Tony's still about. He's just sits in his room. He's literally over the road from this studio. You're He's literally over the road. We could literally throw a stone and we'd be in We've his studio. We've got to get him on because yeah, that, was, that, that tune was massive. Yeah. yeah. And Nicky championed that tune. Nicky, yeah, Nicky championed everything that they did, yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame, man, but Tony's, you know, he's still doing his music and his production is solid, but he's, you know, he just stays out of the limelight he just wants to stay in his room and really? make tunes and he's a legend as well isn't he? <laughs> yeah there's yeah. a lot of you that and it's really nice that um uh we get to ride the wave a second and third wave because yeah i believe it's taken this time to, to to push the boundaries and do what we've needed to do um 
along this this uh, journey of yours, who who would you say or who would you like to thank that that's that's helped you and opened that door and really kicked yeah. you through and gone, go on, Matt, go yeah, through that door. Yeah, obviously, like um, Mickey, Mickey Finn. Big up Mickey Finn. Yeah, we love Mickey you, Finn. bruv. Yeah, um, obviously, Urban Agency, John, all the guys down yeah, there. Yeah, bigging up John. Yeah, yeah. John. Um, yeah, like AMB, my original crew, like uh, Boast, give me... Like taught me a lot about breaks, DJ Destruction, DMC Champion taught me a lot, you know, about breaks. Um, TMS One, Daz, yeah, Logan. Josh Jones coming, yeah, Logan has helped me more than anyone in the later years. Do you know wow. what I mean? And and still, yeah, still pushes me forward. Yeah. You know, like um, he's a yeah. good, he's a good. I think he's a kid, but he must be thirty. Yeah, yeah. How old is he now? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, he's, he's such a lovely he uh, is, guy, he's... and um, and I've got you know like, and he's done an amazing job. Yeah, he's one of them geezers, like like us. He he was fought the corner yep. for Jungle Drum and Bass, yep. and. Because I send him bits, you know, like, and now and again, I sent him uh, T.I.'s remix of Renegade. I sent him the Chopper, and, and I sent it to him early. Like, yeah, of course. Like, when I'm giving four or five dubs out, I go, let me just throw this throw to Logan. To Logan yeah. And he always replies, oh, thanks, Ray. Like, but he doesn't even need to thank me because he's he's made it in his own right. Yeah. And he's, like, I play, you know, there's always a good few couple VIPs of, of, of Logan's label in my set because I like to play, like you, yeah. We like to play a bit of everything. Do you yeah. know what I mean? 100%. I'm looking forward to your yeah, set. Yeah. Who, who else? Uh, anyone else? Yeah. X-Man. He's helped me loads, you know, over the years. Um, yeah, I've known him since we was, say, Pirate Radio days again. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, Syndicate. All the guys that were involved in Syndicate. There's been many people involved in it. Touch, Daz. Uh, loads of them, yeah. Loads of people that have run the station over the years. Uh, for four dads, you know, like uh, that's been a massive platform for me back in the day, and it's what got me into it. So I owe them everything, really. Um, yeah, like yourselves, man, the original foundations. Thank you very you much. Know. I'm gonna I don't even to need to. I don't even need to name them because there's just too many. Yeah, you know. No, I think I think that part of 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 twenty or thirty of us, we had such an amazing time, Matt. That. It wasn't like it was work. We didn't really know what we was doing. We kind of stumbled into it, but we knew the direction that we wanted to go because it was about pushing the music and pushing it forward. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and, and it's changing. If you look at what was going on and until the Ed Rush and Optical days, you know, even in the middle, Trace, I remember yeah. listening to Lost Entity for the first time yeah, with yeah. DJ recording yeah. thinking, what Such a, a tune. Ass is this tune. <laughs> he was amazing, wasn't he? And you just hear the strings. You I just, just knew it was Trey straight away, didn't you? Listen, he's it's a bad man. You. you just knew. When it was Ray Keith tune, you knew it was. But that's what I'm saying. If you knew it was Mickey, you knew who was playing like it was Bookham, it was Fabio. And I think, I think what needs to happen more is we've got that identity and a lot of people are lost and kind of stuck in a midway where they're all copying each other, yep. but they all sound the same because it sounds like a monotone. Yeah, it's just 
flat all the way through. Do you see what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So really, they need to all go back and do their homework because it's not going to get any better for them. Because no. sometimes I go out and I'm like, what is this shit? And and I'm just being honest. I'm like, this isn't... This, this and you can right, yeah. see the reaction in the crowd. It's like when, when you want to listen to a proper DJ and you listen to Randall and you could just hear the difference yeah. of, I don't want to see the DJ celebrating and the crowd not. Yeah, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I I don't think it's old Keith's moaning. I think I think what it is is you've got to come and earn your stripes. Yeah. Because that's that confidence. That's, you know, that's what gives you character. When you you've earned your stripes, you've you've come through the ranks, you've learnt your skills, you've learnt your trade. And unfortunately, at the moment, there's It's a bit of a stag stagnation, but it may be or I think and I've Talk to a few of my friends. It's about an alignment, and what goes around comes around. Yeah, because the, the, some of the music's really healthy and beautiful. Yeah, and then there's a lot of rubbish. But it's like anything that will just get washed away. It will. It won't you know stand I mean? the test of time. It will. No, hundred percent. And and really, you've got to. You've got to. You can't just keep taking out. You've got to put something back in. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and I think that's really important to to have those foundations for yourself. Do you know yep. what I mean? And also to know how to play. I mean, my daughter's learning how to DJ at the moment and I've been sticking her on first sets. And and the last set, I went, I went up to her and went, yeah, by the way, you're playing an hour and a half now. And she was like, she looked at me, she went, what? And I was like, <laughs> literally like, what? And I was like, yeah, you're playing an hour and a half now. And she's like, Oh, okay then, Dad. And I'm not joking, bro. She played from 10.30 till um, uh, uh, 12 o'clock wow. and she rammed the dance. Excellent. And she's still working on her transitions, but she's a selector yeah. and she's got that killer instinct where she can knows how to draw a tune. Because when I first started DJing, I didn't mix. I was a fader man. Yeah, of course, yeah. But That's it's like it was the, back it's, then, it's a little it? bit like Westwood or like some of the soul DJs. As long as you hit it at that right time, at the right point. The tune's going to go off. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah and then, and then, and then I, the day, yeah, there was a guy called Alan from Haverhill who taught me how to mix. And um, he was a DMC guy. Right. So DMC must have had a huge influence. Yeah, of course. He has to watch DMC. Used to get the videos and Tony watch them Prince. over and over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Ross was, you know, he used to go the same score as us. So, and he was dark horse, like judo man on karate. He used to do all this kind of thing. But then see him on the decks, it was like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it was like, oh yeah, I've done this for years. And then, yeah, he, so he taught was us a lot. Influence. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, big influence and yeah. yeah and, and boast, um, still does his graffiti and that down the road here. And he taught me about breaks like a, a lot you know taught yeah. me a lot about breaks and when we used to go to america touring we used to come back with suitcases full of breaks you yeah. know 100 um, i used to go to a place in canada called play the record on young street and there's a, a, a little chinese guy in there and man did he know the breaks and that was when Dr. Dre was doing bootlegs of other people's tunes and doing mashups and yep. putting white labels out because them man had no dough. Yeah, and yeah. Dre and all of them, man. And I was like, whoa. And I bought a lot of those records. Do you know wow. what I mean? Um, and, I, and I love it. I went out, I was in Manchester a little while ago and I bought a white label copy of uh, Blue Monday and it was a yeah, TP. Man. 30 quid or 40 <laughs> quid I paid for it and I thought, yeah, that's going to be worth wow. some big, dough. Big, big, big yeah. money, yeah. And you know who produced that tune? Quincy Jones. Wow. 
Really? So wow. what I'm saying is these guys, they, yeah. they, they knew that something different was going to happen. Was going to yeah. happen, and I think we've we've established that jungle drum and bass is is an is an art form and and is a music genre within itself. And with Fabio and Groove Rider pushing it at heaven and and rage, that rage, was yeah. that was what what gave us. You know, we've all gone on to be very successful from that. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And have that. Yeah, that was the own the, identity, the birth yeah. of it, really, wasn't it? it yeah. Was just... But I've got to say, you guys. Had your own identity, yeah, and we, it's, we tried. it's it was... amazing what you've done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thanks, like, man. yeah, if you could send me some, yeah, just yeah. load me up, yeah, brother. I will. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. <laughs> and, I'll do, and I'll do the same. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, and and, and uh, yeah, I'd love you to do something for Jay. Yeah, I would love to, man. It's like a dream come true. Come on, that'd be, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. And let's that. see what we could do together because I don't usually do many collabs, but. In my later years, uh, um, I did a couple of things with Fotec right yeah. at the very beginning because um, one of my friends, Rob Solomon from Ipswich, he was the one that put me onto him and said, Ray, yeah. you need to come check this guy out. Yeah, and then he was just chain yeah. smoking. And, and I went to his studio and I was like, what the hell? And then obviously I uh, twisted anger. From Colchester, yeah, yeah. Danny C. Yeah, like Danny when C. I first I met them, Danny C. Yeah, back yeah, in the day, had a he few was, releases. He, he, they were only working on a, a, a two phono mixer and using the four channels wow. out of it <laughs> to make music. And I was like, "Well, how are you getting the channels?" And he went on the mix, and I was like, "What?" Um, but that just shows that it you, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you've got. Exactly. We used to make tunes without a desk. Obviously, there used to be another guy involved with Juicer Splash, Darren Hickey, who then started um defunct and all that kind of he was one of the first kind of liquid guys oh, darren defunct, he was a big yeah. big big influence but if i used to what make a tune to him now he's off he's got a big massive graphic design and website and he's very clever he's you know he's making his money doing Elsewhere. that so yeah but defunct was a defunct, big yeah oh, and, okay um, but he used to play bear tunes on yeah their defunct label. So. about the same time as fabio's label yeah, yeah. same sort of thing yeah that creative was, source because they, they were heads to head weren't they, they yeah. Were, yeah they, yeah. Was, they, was they like were like the pioneering them, pioneering the as well as sound. good looking yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 definitely yeah they was pioneering it along with them guys and darren used to have the big mackie uh 1624 mixing desk and a nice studio so if i used to make a tune and it was like yeah it would get accepted they would go right now go and see darren and he'd mix and it, he'd yeah. mix it yeah so wow. yeah so we used to, didn't have nothing like that it was you know it was beyond me um Still Mate, is. you've come a long <laughs> way you like all of what you've done your legacy is, is spot on and it's an, but your tunes have been an inspiration to me because sometimes when you look around you uh, and, and you can't find anything, there's always something that comes up. There was a tune on Frontline that I used to play, and I wonder if it's you lot. I hammered that tune. It had like a guitar riff in it. Oh, mate, the tune was Banging. I can't remember. And any I think of the Ryder tunes. asked me what the tune was one time because that's the other thing we always used to like to draw tunes. Course, on yeah, each yeah, other. be like, yeah, you know be like I mean? a big, yeah. healthy competition, <laughs> wasn't it? It was like, yeah, who could that? Who could but sometimes, the... like, I, I remember hearing, um, I remember hearing Ryder play, uh, 
shadow boxing for the first time by Doc but, Scott. Yeah, yeah man. Like, and Doc, when I heard yeah. that, I was like, hang on a minute. What the hell is that? Is this? Yeah. And I asked Ryder, and he was a bit evasive about it at the time. And then I found out what it was, and I got Randall. I said, Randall, Doc Scott's got this tune, and he cut the dub plate. And then I managed to get the plate after that. But I am an avid tune yeah, hunter, hunter. I'm, yeah, and yeah. i still feel like that today like yeah. i'm always looking for the next thing i just love yeah. it you know that's what i miss um in the record shop that's place. what i miss nowadays yeah. it's like back then it was a vibe you used to go out on a saturday and you used to hunt all over london like mr kirk's nightmare i remember searching that tune for about two weekends and then gone all over the whole of London, couldn't get it, come back to Grey's, found it in the record shop down the road. Like literally going through it and went, oh my God. That's what I miss, you know. Yeah. Nowadays. It's... I've kind of embraced that digital thing though because I download anything between 500 and 1,000 tracks a week yeah. and I go through everything, wow. Matt. That's why I'm... Yeah, you so know, it's like, like, like so when you hear shop. the radio, you're like, "Wow, he's sifted through all the poo, yeah. and actually and these are the gems." Everything. And, and yeah. I've heard, you know, and there's always every week there's a gem to play or two or yeah. three gems, and those are the those are the key points that I think that keep us going and give us faith because I think you got you've got to find those. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's out there. You just got to look. Just, yeah, they they release like. I think it's seven or nine thousand tracks come out a week, and I mean that's just like no wonder it all gets lost. <laughs> yeah, it gets you know lost everywhere. Yeah, and, it um, is. There's, a, there's back then you could have in your record box, you could have tuned for six months or a year and still be playing it because it wouldn't have come out. It, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Even you got even it on then, TP that then, early. It was so good that you could still continue playing it. Yeah. Nowadays, it has. A it has to be life. something's really special. Yeah. For that to be. For the, you My know, word! It, it, it's episode twenty-five of of the of the original blueprint. Our special guest today is Ego Tripping, linked to Splash and Juice Records. These guys are legendary guys in their own right, and I'm so gassed that you've come to Thanks, do Ray. the last show. Thanks, Ray. Uh, for today, and I'd love to hear some music from you now. So yeah. I think if you want to jump on the decks, yeah, and I'm course. just going to let you rip, and I'm going to do some shouts, shout outs Excellent. on on the iPad. Any family members you want to big up? For yeah, close just, friends. Yeah, just Ian. All the old school gang, um, obviously mum and dad, Nan, God bless her. She's like 93. Wow. Yeah, she fell over the other week. So I've been oh, looking after her. So she all right. What's she's her all name? right now. Calf. Yeah, Calf, get well soon, Calf. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's on the mend. So yeah, just all the family. My sister, you know, she was a big influence on me, brought me in. Um, yeah, everyone in the family, Emma, Freddie, whole family. Let's see it, Ego Tripping, tear Thanks. up the place. It's the Blueprint, episode 25. I'm going to sort out my mic. Here's a bottle of water for you, sir. Oh, nice one. So you can and just roll out. I'm so looking yeah, forward wicked. to this, I can't even tell you. Um, I may extend the Blueprint. I've been told I might have a couple of weeks extra, so we might pull in a few guests. Uh, but today should officially be the last day but we've just been told that we can extend it for a few weeks, maybe two, maybe three. Um, yeah, yeah, let's see what we're gonna do. Let's get ready, let's put this mic on. Bigging up our in-house producer, Dorian, today. Bigging up all, everyone at Syndicate. One, two, one, two, one, two. Ready when you are, Matt. One, two, one, two. 
it's episode 25 of the Blueprint. Special guest Ego tripping in the building. Don't forget, hashtag where you're from. You've got an hour or just over an hour of a little mix that we're going to put together for you. Keep it locked, people. Send this one out to Dan. Send this one out to Yvonne. Send this one out to Cray. Here comes the iPad. Thank you very much. Here we go. Send this one out to Jason Scott. Send this one out to Daniel. Send this one out to Chris Palmer Andrews. Hashtag Haverhill. It's ego tripping. It's the blueprint. Original business. We're going to have the original Daz Splash. Send this one out to Tracy. Send this one out to Mark. Marksy. Get your shouts in. Episode 25 of the Blueprint. Picking up our run crew in Bristol. Picking up everybody that went to the Bank Face Weekender. Send this one out to Yvonne Nippers, I hope you like the USB. Send this one out to Tara, send this one out to Jamie. Send this one out to Daniel. Send this one out to the pedestrian. Get all roads lead to the 27th of May E1 Blueprint, yeah? Get your tickets in nice and early. So this man to DJ Kev the Junglist. Jason Hopkins picking up the Stuart Shepherd. Picking up the original low down deep and picking up Logan D. Extend that chest and straight salute. Picking up the original Don from back in the day, Mickey Finn. Bringing up the original Kent Massive. Come on outside, you little fucking stumble bum. Send this one out to K. 
Caroline. Tripping on the decks, rolling out to tune. It's a blueprint, baby. Episode 25. Big enough Palace. Big enough Stussy. Send us out to Scott Murray. Send us out to Caroline and Sands. So this went out to all pirate radio stations from back in the day. So this went out to Justin Phillips. Give up. 
to Harry Adams. What? Big up Ray, he says. Send it out to Daniel, big up. Big up Kate Daniels. Big up my Manchester Massive, yeah? Soldier, me are the soldier. 
Special guest ego tripping. Time to climb to climb it. Episode 25 of the Blueprint. Jamie Carter, thank you for the love. Mm-hmm. 
If you if you just tune in, it's episode twenty-five of the blueprint, and we have the legendary ego tripping in the building, letting off two dub plate left, right, and center. <laughs> I've done that loads of times. Here we go. We're live, baby. It's the blueprint, episode twenty-five. Run, go tell your friend and your friend's friend. You should pull the fucking drink out. Picking up low down deep. Picking up juice, picking up splash. Send this one out to Justin Phillips, the Brewprint and the Dreadcast series have been awesome. Can't wait for the series. Thank you very much. Bigging up everybody in the feed right now. Picking up tax man. Picking up S man. R.I.P. the skipper. Everybody that went to the base bank face weekender up in Southport, picking up James, picking up Chris Knight, of course. Let's be having you, people. Keep sharing the show. Hashtag where you're wrong.
Legends, this ego tripping on the decks, letting off some dub play pressure. Send this one out to Sarah P, send this one out to Tracy. Sarah Newman. So this one out to Helen Richards. So this one out to Carlos, Brazilian crew locked in.
you've just tuned in, it's episode 25 of the Blueprint. Is he going tripping? Jeez! Send this one out to Shane, send this one out to Arthur, send this one out to Terry, send this one out to Wayne. Picking up the Chris Bomber Andrews, send this one out to Dan inside. Send this one out to Mudlock. It's the Blueprint episode 25. Oh my days. It's Ego Tripping live in the building, letting off two dump plates. Picking up low down deep. Rungo, tell your friend, we're live right now on Thames Delta. Streaming live on Facebook. Picking up Mud, picking up Dan, picking up John, picking up everybody inside. Ego tripping in the building. Run, go tell your friend and your friend's friend. Send this one out to Jammer. Send this one out to Jamie. Send this one out to Chris Bomber Andrews. Send this one out to Shane. Yes, yes, Matt North in the house. Send this one out to Dan inside. Hype, 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 hype. Send this one out to the original players. Send this one out to the original Ganja crew. If you've just tuned in, it's episode 25 of The Blueprint. You've got Ego tripping rolling out. Wow, look at you. You all look off your faces. I have one question for you all. Do you like jungle or drum face? Nah, rollers, mate. Send this one out to everybody inside. Send this one out to Faith Fun. Send this one out to Stuart. Yvonne Nippers done though already. Ego tripping, naughty vibes. Give me some fire emojis, please, please, please. Do, 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 do you like jungle or drum face? Rollers, mate. Send this one out to all the hay fever sufferers right now. It's killing me.
Tennis when that's all the original Jungle Foundation from back in the day and the DB heads of now. Everybody in the feed right now, it's the blueprint. Picking up Thamesdower. Come on. Let's go. As we take you sub low. I came here tonight to play chess. Nobody ever mentioned anything about a sword fight. Master Law, if you don't talk, you're gonna die. 
Ego tripping in the building, it's the blueprint. You don't know already. Picking up everybody that's followed the blueprint for the last 25 weeks. Thank you for the residency. I think we're getting a little extension, you know. Big, dirty, stinking, nasty shoes. Ego tripping, is that you're carrying on, brother? Send it out to Mango. Don't forget the 27th of May, all roads lead to the blueprint. The big rewind London E1 is gonna be off the hook. If you've just tuned in, you've missed the whole thing, you can watch it back. Don't forget the blueprint. It's back on the 27th of this month. Get your tickets in now from Skiddle or Fat Soma. Right now it's the ego tripping, letting off. Davis, show me the blood clot middle finger. Picking up all my guests that have come on in the last 25 weeks, thank you. We give thanks for the ego tripping in the building. Big show today. Picking up Daz from Juice and Splash Original. Picking up all the original syndicate DJs. Homegrown, picking up the massive, picking up Kent, the Garden of England, you know. Davis, show me the blood clot middle finger. Picking up Baseman, picking up all the original kings of the north. Many, many thanks to DJ in the building, bigging up the ego tripping. Wow, what a set that was, my brother. You got one more for us, yeah? Thank you very much. What? Oh, my days, this tune. If you don't know, or if you don't know, then get to know the original foundations. We're here. We was here. 25 weeks straight we give thanks we're signing out with this beauty ego tripping on the remix picking up all the junglers from around the world we love you thank you for the love please keep sharing the show don't forget you can watch the whole show right back we're gonna love
love you and leave you with a 2022 Babylon remix by Ego Tripping. It don't get any better than this. Picking up the Ego Tripping in the building for the last just over the hour playing some amazing jungle and DME. Run, go tell your friend and your friend's friends some big people's music thing. I'll keep you posted on socials if we get an extension on the blueprint. Oh my days. Ego tripping on the remix, you know. Jeez. We're out, thank you. I'm gonna love you and leave you with this tune. Picking up Dad. From myself and ego tripping, peace, we're out of here. One love.